0: Tabletop Colin Show starts in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to the Tabletop Colin Show. We are here. Uh, let me get this talk show thing off the screen. Yeah, we are here uh, to talk about games. With you, it's me in a lovely Discord-based winter scene. I am Adam Bell. Find me on Twitter at Adam e. Bell. Uh, go hit the follow button on my upcoming Kickstarter. Legend has it at Games, that'll be going live as soon as I start mailing Grasping Nettles in January well hopefully I'll be mailing Grasping Nettles this month but that'll be going live in January but I haven't forgot about my other project Is what I'm trying to say Uh, Jeremy are you here? Hello?
1: It's (gasps) me! I've been here the whole time
0: (laughs) Isn't that great? Isn't it it lovely? What a magic (laughs) trick that you've performed for the people.
1: You all deserve it for this holiday (laughs) season. Happy Winter's Bite, everybody. Attack on Christmas. Mm -hmm. Wait. (laughs) Hi, I'm Jeremy Gage. You can find me at JeremyGage5 over on Twitter. Listen to the Draw Your Dice podcast. I'm also making games. I'm almost done for a play test, so if you're interested, send me a DM. I'll do that. (laughs) <laughs> I need help now do that
0: that's uh <laughs> um,
1: oh thank you for wow they're so I want to give hello shout outs highs to C tank Tankstein Gila RPGs Eli sites Adam Bell who also just put in the discord and also thank you for the prime sub Spencer wow. thank you so much
0: yeah every little bit uh helps. <laughs>
1: yeah truly you have no idea
0: (laughs) i don't know how to tell people that uh, giving us money is nice but it is even if it's the (laughs) weird free money that you get
1: um that amazon doles out to you every month yeah the
0: little here we'll give some of our billions and billions to your favorite contact content creator but only once a month appreciate that that, we're the once a month that's nice (sighs) oh what's been going on jeremy
1: you got any cool um stuff (laughs) yeah uh dogs i'm taking care for anyone who's new to the show or doesn't know i do dog walking slot slash dog sitting Mm -hmm. uh as my new sort of day job quote unquote Mm -hmm. it's been i love taking care of these dogs i love not working with people
0: yeah just pure dog stuff
1: yeah after being restaurant industry for like 10 years working with dogs is am- amazing, truly amazing. That's good to hear. Uh, hello, hello, Marks. Thanks for being here for the first time. Uh, that's Mark Shepard of the Yes Indeed podcast. Please go check it out. Hey, go check it out. Um, and then working on Umbral Dive, which the name might shift, and <gasps> uh,
0: even the name yeah, is not
1: safe. The project name might, I don't know <laughs> if it fits the same project name anymore. Um, but yeah there's a uh, there's good stuff happening i have a lot of action tokens uh and time is involved mm-hmm. yeah it's good stuff
0: okay i'm excited yeah. to hear i'm excited if to someone see asks more.
1: we'll get into it
0: yeah but otherwise we can get into it some other time like next yeah. week on the tables up calling like show week. talk show who knew where we just yeah, talk Adam, what's out our with asses with me, um, let's think. I played a game of Court of Blades on, what is that, Saturday I think it was? I like that game. I'm a fan. I might talk more about that game at some other time. But I'm, I'm shopping around for a, a new preferred Forge in the Dark game so that I can... Um, what am I talking about? So that I can do the things. Oh, so that I could play test my, my tactical storytelling engine, my grid-based mm. resolution system because uh, I'm a little bit tired of Blades in the Dark, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's, it's only so many times I can go on a heist in a cloudy city with no sun.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'll see if you can pop in on our Band of Blades game, just come in as like a, a rookie or something and see if it works there.
0: Ooh, It should work yeah. there, but yeah, it's just a matter of like, what do I want to play consistently. Yeah. In the in the mm. run up to making that thing good, making yeah. it hum, I would mm. play your blends of blade, blends of ba- blade, blades bands, blades of bands of blade, hopefully, blade blender. Welcome hopefully...
1: to the new game show, Blade <laughs> Blender, where we put sharp objects inside other sharp objects. Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was good. I'll talk about that more later. I think I might um, formulate some more opinions before I really start diving in. But I think it's good. Uh, the other thing I did this week was yesterday I went to an event at my local museum where a friend of mine Ooh. is working with, with like an organization friend of mine works at, at the local, at the Carnegie museum of natural history. um, And is working with a different organization called S U D L C which like the, they're a local, I believe they're pretty much local um, organization that, it's just trying to play story games with the youth to get them thinking about how the world should be better.
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: So they're kind of collaborating on like a tabletop RPG style thing for the museum itself. It'll be like a little scene that you pick up when you walk into the museum and then you interact mm-hmm. with the exhibits and like well, make a character and stuff.
1: Um, sounds like the d t s energy.
0: Yeah, it was cool. Uh, I think they've got at least a good base. It'll probably take some some doing to make it really good, but um, mm-hmm. even if it's only kind of good, it's still pretty cool at a museum. <laughs> so like, they've they're already there. Like they're already that it's gonna be really cool. Ah, uh, so that was neat. I think that's it. That's all the gaming I'm doing. Oh, well, I I guess I did launch the Kickstarter for Legend Has It, but I or not launch the mm-hmm. Kickstarter. Fuck, my brain's going a different speed today. <laughs> I love it. I launched I it. the, the pre-launch page for legend has it on Kickstarter. So go, go check that out. That'll be uh, coming in January. Like I said, it's going to be fun and good. Um, I think that's it. Other than that, just working on grasping nettles a little bit more. It's almost finished. And I, what else? I feel like I've As a
1: reminder that. to everyone today is call-in day. If uh feel free to call in to the show. That was the original version of this for newcomers <laughs> who are here. Uh there is a Discord link in the chat mm. and if Adam wants to put it again a second time just I mean, in any, case it's not any, populating for something. Anybody well, can do quick, this. Anybody can do it. I'm not going to. Discord. Uh
0: but, yeah, we can get somebody else yeah. in here talking so that uh, I could stop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Unless that's what you all want today, then we'll dance like the puppets we are for those Twitch Prime subscriptions.
0: I think the oh the only other thing that I've done is announce a ceasefire on the wild attempt to make a video every day.
1: <laughs> mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I did mm-hmm, it
0: for a week. Mm-hmm. It felt fun, but uh, it also would not be fun the second week and definitely wouldn't be fun the third week. And by the fourth week, let me tell you, no, <laughs> that's too many videos. Um, it looks like we are getting some callers. It's a little bit, Ooh. it's a little bit muddy right now because I see one person officially joined the queue, but is not in the waiting room. Another person, in the waiting room, didn't join the queue. I think we could break the rules a little <laughs> bit and bring in Dan Phipps right here, right now, right? What are you thinking? Sure, sure. Hey, okay. thank you for calling the Tabletop Calling Show. Let me find that current caller button. Okay, let's see. Now sure. you're on the screen. Sure. <laughs> oh. Let me find that current caller. Hey, Dan? Okay. Okay. There <laughs> D- okay. did you hear us? I was not ready. <laughs> oh, no.
2: Can't hear anything. We can oh, have no. We can this have this conversation exactly
0: wrong. at an immense delay where you listen to us oh, on, on the stream and then <laughs> respond 35 right. seconds
1: later. Uh, thank you, Dice Ghost, for the tier one sub. Uh, appreciate oh, wow.
0: it. Yeah, thank you. I should do something where that goes on the screen. So it's like an auto thanks. Cause I will, I never see it, but I guess you're good at reading
1: the chat, Jeremy. So, I, you know, that's, I love reading it. I love <laughs> thanking the people. Dan. #JuiceNation. juice nation.
0: All right. We are having some slight technical difficulties with Dan.
1: No stress there. Um, it's, that's why it's a tabletop call-in show.
0: Yeah, it would not be. I would actually hate doing this show if we didn't have to do this at least once a month. Yeah, like yeah, if it just went well, that's not a Colin show.
1: That's it. Doesn't feel real, right? Yeah, yeah. You it feels get... all it's it's like everyone's stooged.
0: Mm-hmm. And it it does. All, the other the other complaint I have is that everybody since you know it's on Discord and everybody's using their normal mm-hmm. mics, the callers mm-hmm. have their their audio quality is too good
1: yeah bring it down <laughs> i i want to be barely able to understand you go go grab your iphone earbuds use that little microphone
0: uh but don't put it up to your mouth let it like, yeah
1: put it in your mouth. Un- maybe put it in under your shirt yeah
0: uh, or like be on <laughs> speakerphone <broke> <laughs> <laughs> be on speakerphone like across the room something like yeah. that okay let's try this
2: dan Oh my Dan? God! Okay, hey. the the flurry of panic as I uh, no. so the audio is coming in through my headset. I'm speaking through my webcam, and <laughs> <laughs> the the, the, the con- con- constellation like configuration of audio settings um, as I realized I had joined the waiting room but not said I was calling in yet because I would, wanted to make sure I had this all set up. And then all uh. of a sudden on the stream, <laughs> I realized I was on the show.
3: So, uh. this is, great. I mean, I, this, didn't is I, I this is
0: why, this is why I have rule. We have rules set up where you have to do the calling in and waiting room. And then I just broke that and dragged you in. So if anybody's at fault yeah. here,
2: let me tell well, you, it's, it's not you, Dan. I think the important thing is that there's plenty of blame to go around, mm-hmm. and we all learned a valuable lesson about never trusting that uh, my computer is going to believe that I have a microphone. Uh, how's how's your morning going? How's your morning going? Well, it's
0: good. I, good. You know, I woke up. Good. I had some coffee. I ate some chips. Which is what you should eat first thing in the yeah. morning, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is this up? is me stalling for time while I desperately try and remember what my question was. Um, but I'm uh, pretty sure uh, the thing that I wanted to talk about. So um, we are spending this morning writing uh, a press release uh and for something we we're, we're about to drop and I was wondering if um either of y'all had had any uh experience doing that kind of doing that kind of stuff and uh, and basically how how y'all get get prepped when you know that you've got a long week of telling people to check out your stuff mm-hmm. but you know is there is there a ritual is there um um there is there hope in your heart um uh and and what other what other suggestions you might
1: have
0: yeah that's a good question I wish I had an answer to it but I could pretend sure. <laughs> uh
1: I can talk about the receiving what? end of being pressed yeah let's do that um that's great
2: that's, that's better good. than than uh yes
1: <laughs> yes please uh what i i've uh what is amazing when i get emails for like hey i want to be on draw your dice et cetera, here's my game do 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 um now i will admit i am not the best like social media presence out there currently i it i find it uh, still difficult at this point but when i'm like prepping for a show i love to learn as much about like the people I'm interviewing as much as the game that I'm uh, talking with them about, because, uh, you know, my show is dedicated to the designer, not necessarily the game. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, I love like little bio blurbs about like, you know, if using you as an example, I would love like Some, like, how did Gem Room games get started? Um, What are sort of both your and Kali's roles inside of that? Uh, I love knowing that you're family people because I think that's, like, it makes you feel real as opposed to just being, like, game authors outside, like, living in the internet. Um, uh, And then, like, whatever games you're really, like, hopped up on or, you know, you have a specific game that you're working for or a specific product. I shouldn't say necessarily game, but specific product you're getting ready to campaign about. And then in preparation things, I think there's a lot of useful, like, uh, scheduling prep tools or, like, if you just take a day in your week, like, it could be, you know, you say you're writing today, so let's imagine it's today and you're prepping for next week. There's a really cool um, free platform called typefully.com for Twitter where you can, like, do a long-form thread uh, and save it and schedule it out and then it'll post it for you and they just did an upgrade for uh, adding images and gifs to it and you can also do alt text now it didn't used to do that like maybe like a month ago so that's really cool um prepping all your newsletters ahead of time and just kind of like finding ways to automate the process and then just getting like one to three like writing days of just like let's bang out all our press stuff we'll mass send these emails and then it's sort of like administrative management at that point instead of trying to like make up stuff on the daily as you go forward and then getting all those like interviews interviews scheduled out ahead of time because I don't know if you want to do them right after you blast out everything like yeah we could totally do an interview like the day four like whenever it would make sense for the schedule of your product release obviously that's sort of like a those are my thoughts on being on the present, both on like what I would love to see for my show in particular, mm. and then stuff that I've been researching on how to try like make it easier for me to do press
2: stuff. Yeah. Um, I, will, I will definitely say, uh, the first time we tried to do any kind of press stuff was for uh, Duckburg, um, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. we did uh, in the wrong order, and kind of improvised at the last possible minute, and it was miserable and this time around it was still miserable but we had something to kind of look at to say like oh this is what we did last time like Mm -hmm. because um what i've realized about what you know why i'm why i've been complaining on our discord for a couple days about having to write any kind of promo stuff is you have to explain the joke you have to tell people You can't be subtle or coy about what's great about your thing. You have to say in plain language, like Mm -hmm. this is a person who has gotten 12 of these emails today and is trying to figure out what's going to go on your blog and why this is why this thing is going to be the thing you put on your blog. You can't be like purple prosy and like, Ooh, there's like subtle nuance. Like, no, that's good. It's, it's a good thing. That'll make you sad. It's like what you have to say. And I think, um, you know, the, the, yeah, just like reading, you learn a lot about why press releases for things like, you know, the new Taco Bell taco that's made out of horrible like combinations <laughs> of foods. Yeah, the like Dorito Mountain Dew fried chimichurri is is like. It's, it's written that way because that's the only way you can be written. and also it's not any different when you're writing a like like something that's very serious and personal uh, art and and expression of yourself. Like it's still you have to speak this this language, which is difficult um, and we're trying to do it and we promised that this time we wouldn't be like making it up and flying by the seat of our pants. Mm. but I um, looking at my pants and that seat is in coach it is just yeah it's mm. it is hitting is there, the tarmac so
0: is there any other uh, way
2: to do it i mean i there might be another way to do it <laughs> i'm looking forward to discovering another way to do it mm. but this is less worse so i'm thinking we're about we're maybe half a dozen of these uh before it it becomes part of just the 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 gamut but i think also i mean look it's also it's a weird it's a weird uh like kind of press right because you can't you don't just want someone you don't want a byline in or whatever in in like the local newspaper you want uh personal people's personal review blogs and youtube channels to talk about it i you know like you want actual plays to have what they need to to play your game with mm-hmm. uh, as as few steps as possible and You know, it, it's it, it feels like You are you know, we're 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 sticking to some advice. We got that's very tied to conventional review press and so on um, but there's an element of writing it, it does feel like writing a press kit to email your buddy from Discord and be like, hey, <laughs> talk to me about this game. And yeah. It's it's wild. It is the, the, the weirdest thing to do. Um, so it's, you know, you just got to kind of push through that uh, that that element of it.
0: Yeah, it's the type of thing I am also trying to find the answer to this question, like with, with Graspy Nettles coming out soon and that being... That being what I think probably for a long time will be my most like easily approachable game that I make. Mm-hmm. Because it's mm-hmm. I mean it's just good and there's nothing else really to say about it. Like there's yeah. no, it
2: doesn't
0: it doesn't cost anything to your brain to just start playing that game, which I'm usually bad at doing. So like that is gonna be a game that I think is important in my catalogue and like how do I do the how do I get it in front of people because i think that you know the biggest hurdle for any game is people knowing about it of course so like how do i how do i cross that hurdle like you're saying and it's just tough email all the it's podcasts tough. but i don't even know like the podcasts have their own problems of like how do i get people to know about my podcast because
2: <laughs> like... yeah uh, uh, it's it's the uh, the low tide that sinks all ships um <laughs> mm-hmm. hey by the way if you've got a, a review podcast out there please for the love of God, have a For Business Inquiries email address prominently because we're looking for it. I'm out here trying to figure out how to email people who uh, have blogs and podcasts to give you free copies of my game, and I can't figure out how to do it without DMing you on Twitter like a weirdo. So please, <laughs> yeah. please, 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 Uh tell me your email address for the love of God. But um, yeah, it's, uh, uh, it is not the fun part, but it's also... Um, I don't know. I guess if uh, uh, it it is not as bad the second time. That is definitely... um, I'm taking heart in that. So if we continue on this trajectory, it will be less worse in, uh, you know, a couple months when we do this dance again.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I almost wonder if there's some merit in, like, making a private, like, (laughs) mailing list type thing where you... Not not like a mailing list that you're just blasting and putting random podcast hosts email address on, but like one that you are basically doing that, but just as a way to like collect them all in one place and then you can just email everybody. My game rules use it uh that might be that might be worth thinking about that is um,
2: that that is something we uh uh are continuing to add to is every you know because you you notice every once in a while so like oh, that this person writes for Dicebreaker or what have you mm-hmm. and and that is their contact email so let's just add that to the old because um if you it, it's it's like when you think of an idea for a present for someone several months before their birthday and or a gift giving holiday and if you write it down in that moment You'll be ready when when it's gift time, and if you don't write it down, uh oh, you're sunk. It's over. Uh, (laughs) You're getting them socks, which actually was one of the things that made the list. It was nice warm socks, but not a great example. Anyways, one of my kids is body slamming the other one, so I probably ought to... It was cuddling. It was cuddling that was... I'm being informed it was cuddling that was indistinct from a wrestling move. Um... So I, I, I might need to get back to um, to keeping kids alive and/or day job and/or, uh, it is shame writing this thing that I meant to write last night and couldn't. Uh, um, but uh, but yeah, um, yeah promo. It's it's rough, but it it can it can
0: get better. Before you hop off, what is the thing? Oh yeah,
2: um, <laughs> we are tell us on the sixth. That's how it works yeah, on this on, show. On the on the 16th, we are releasing a Tunnel Guden's adventure uh, for the Random Adventure Jam. It's called the Weaver's Observatory. And it is a two-player adventure with one player and one GM, where one player plays Fate uh, slash the Ultimate Weaver, and uh, the other plays the Climber, who has come to ask for their fate to be changed. And um, it has eight possible endings to figure out Jesus. how... Because sometimes part the things you are essential to who you are, and maybe change means making the change for the benefit of someone who is you, but different enough that it's completely it's it's the end of you as you know yourself. And, and what does that mean? So it's hugely personal and uh, a big bummer holly uh wrote it, or not wrote, wrote a tapestry for it that we uh, photographed um so there's a lot of uh slow art and fiber art um and uh, it's we're really really proud of it um and we're uh uh hugely anxious about it because most of our other stuff has been about based on a pun about ducks <laughs> who do murder and this time it's like hey so this one that's a, it's a different tone. It's a different tone than what we've, what we've done in the past, but, um, but, uh, we're, we're really excited to show it to folks. So that'll be coming out on the 16th and we'll be dropping an itch page with, uh, with a whole press kit. Um, hopefully in, uh, in a few hours, if I can, if I can reread and, and copy edit this thing that I wrote at 5 oh. a.m.
0: Hell
2: yeah. Woo. Well, that sounds awesome.
0: Um, good luck with the with the release that is very difficult uh but also important well thank you the fact that you're thinking about it uh is a good thing mm-hmm. i think i think you're already ahead of me
2: <laughs> that's uh that's that's uh that's what we're hoping Not the ahead of any one part but just the okay but we're thinking about it so we can't yeah. be we can't be in that much trouble right right yeah yeah Maybe. We'll find out. We'll, it's we'll find out a the 16th. <laughs> All
1: right. Um, well, good luck to you, me. Dan. Yep, thanks for having me. And Colly. Good luck to Dan and Collie. Good luck to Gem Room Games. Gem Room Games. Uh, oh, yeah, that's
2: where you'll find it, is at Games.io. <laughs> By the way, the thing that I just said you should check out and buy will be at that place. Put the link in All the right. chat.
1: Put the link in the chat.
0: Put it in the chat. Let people know. Yeah, let people know. All right, Dan, I'm gonna send you on your dusty trail way. That's I didn't mean that your trail's dusty in particular, but all the trails are. It's it's dusty out here. (laughs) I have a dusty trail. (laughs) All right, talk to to it. Hey, should I do it? No, damn it, Dan. I was gonna kick you, but you left. I like (laughs) kicking people. It's fun. Um, let's see. Aaron Lim, if you're out there, you did say you're calling in, but you—oh, no, you are! You, wow, ready, ready to go. Um, just waiting to get in, in the, the waiting, waiting room. Mark Shepard is in the Farms over.
1: Only. Yeah,
0: that's fine. That's the other waiting room. I pull people <laughs> from there. <laughs> that's that's a channel that I think I meant to delete a long time ago, but um, you don't have to be lonely with FarmersOnly.com. Aaron, I'm bringing you in. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello, welcome to the Tabletop College Show.
4: Hello. Thanks for having me. How are
1: Thanks. y'all doing? Happy to have you back.
0: Doing good. I uh, live in the dream. <laughs> it's sunny. <laughs> it's getting hot in my corner of the house, which is annoying because I can't do anything about it right now. Uh, <laughs> what's going on with you? Is
4: that because you're sitting in front of a fire?
0: Um. Well, your
4: background. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh right, yeah, the, the Discord background. Yeah, that is it. It's the fire on my back. <laughs> You'll have to call in to get that joke and, and see the discord. <laughs> <laughs> or look at the fire Jeremy's back now. <laughs>
4: <sighs> yeah, so I I, I was asking because um, I think you mentioned before that you that you're you're um not gonna do a video a week anymore. Or a video a day. Um uh, sorry, a video a day. Um, after the first week of doing, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
4: um, so so I'm curious about like like for, for both of you, like do you how how do you go about like setting um, like creative restrictions or like goals for yourself um, and how to keep that sustainable and um, something that actually will continue to be productive for you. Um, versus like when when you know some, some something like that might put you at a risk of like burning out for example um so just kind of try kind of like because uh, because it's something that i i do as well and because mm-hmm. i find that that helps with how i w- work um so I, I tend to like set little goals for myself i find that very helpful um especially with like game design stuff because sometimes um when you're just doing it as a hobby or for fun like it's it's nice to have little little like you know milestones to aim for mm-hmm. um so this so, is so like what you're saying like a, a video a day for like a month um i think last year i did a game a month or like a lot of people who do patreons do like a game a month or, or um something doesn't have to be a game right like, like they release right. something per month like just to like have a cadence there so
0: yeah, for me, it's it's a lot of gut feel and then a lot of allowing myself to walk it back. Um, mm. So, like, the, the idea... I mean, Vlogmas is, like, a thing that that YouTubers do where they make a video a day, I think, from December 1st to December 24th or something like that. I don't really know. I just know it is a thing. Uh, and so I wanted to, like, use just something as uh, kind of a jump start to get me just doing that type of creativity again. Because as like a little background for me, like I think video is probably my oldest creative outlet. Um, I did a bunch of it with some friends in, in high school, like for, for various classes and, uh, and stuff like that. And then like we split off into different colleges. So it kind of fell apart. And then I almost studied film in college, but I was like, I don't think I'll make money if I do that. (laughs) So I stopped that. Um, because I wasn't there was no way I was going to double major in in what I did which was physics and film because those are way too different and I would have toasted myself <laughs> like staying up all night making the videos for film and then also trying to figure out how to know physics you can't do both <laughs> I can't do both somebody can it's not me it never was me um so yeah just like a lot of a lot of internal dialogue of like let's try this thing and then You know, trying to stick to it for a short amount of time and if and then see how that feels. Um, So, like, another example, Jeremy, whenever we started the Tabletop calling show way back when you made the firm thing of like, we're doing 10 episodes and then we'll see if we like it (laughs) like Mm -hmm. we got to stick to it because that's how, you know, that's how we can really flesh it out. And it won't just be like the first episode that we just crash and burn and say, "Nah, let's never do this again. Mm -hmm. we're doing 10 and then we will talk about if we like doing it uh and i Mm think i that was pretty powerful to me because i I was just like let's just try it and then it would probably have fizzled without that um level what do you think you got you got more i have more thoughts but let me let me tag you in for a bit
1: uh yeah i i definitely think you know when i did the draw your dice podcast I said that I wanted to do 52, I wanted to meet like 52 people and do 52 episodes. Mm. Basically a year's worth of, of content a week. And I uh, met that goal in like August. <laughs> so um, one thing that did end up happening as the show gained more popularity or I was uh getting to a stage where like people were actually asking me to be on the show um that i i have experienced like a few weeks of like burnout and stuff like that because i had to i i wanted to be kind and like lift up the guests by allowing them to have their episodes come up when they had promotional materials coming right. out like hey i'm talking about this game and i have something coming out in like 2 weeks cool, I'd love to schedule that for you. So it ended up making me release like double or triple episodes on like weeks and stuff like that and kind of shortened the range at which I was producing. So then what ended up happening was like, oh, I want to keep the podcast going. So now I have to find more interviews to fill the weeks that I don't have content for anymore, right? And so I ran into this interesting like, shrinking elastic band thing. And for anyone who's l- listening to this and is like, oh, I am sorry, I didn't mean to like put that pressure on him. I'm fine. Like I-, <laughs> I wanted to help you out. Like, I know that I'm mentioning like, this is a conversation about how do we set those sorts of boundaries. So I could have easily done stuff like, hey, the next two weeks are gonna be like, no airtime or something like that. Like that could have mm-hmm. been something. I don't know who would have been cool with that as far as like listenership is concerned. Um, Or if that would have caused me, like, fall off the map. Even right now, like, we're in the middle of the holidays. I started a new, like, the dog walking stuff, which is actually a lot more, like, time-consuming than I thought it was going to be because I'm driving everywhere in my neighborhoods and having to go to people's houses, take out their dogs, feed them, stay with them for a little bit. It's anywhere from, like, half hour to hour walk. So it is eating up a lot lot more time than I thought it was going to. And... um, you know, I've been on I've been on hiatus both for my patreon feed and for my public feed for the last uh, quite a few weeks, maybe three or four weeks. And I do I have uh, episodes in the in the vault, but I'm pretty much waiting till like after the holiday season, after January to really like get back to that stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, I've been really focused on like game design and writing. I have a couple articles that I feel really passionate about uh, that I hope to. Uh, propagate in the next year so that to full circle that whole thing is that i'm a big fan of like big long-term goals and then reverse engineering breaking it down and like what sort of time do i have to spend on executing that so i said i want to do 52 episodes that means i can like no matter how many interviews I do, I just need 52, like, interviews, and then I can dole them out as I see fit. Interviewing was fun. Uh, It was really... You were my first international guest, Aaron, and that was the first time I had to wake up at, like, 7 in the morning to do an interview, Mm. which, again, I'm happy to do because I I really want as many voices on the show as possible. Um, And... um, Yeah, thanks for the effort. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's not to say, like... Uh, not to try to get a pat on the back. Thank you. I appreciate that. But it's all to say, like, there is a lot of learning things as far as, like, additional boundaries on that reverse engineering. And things I'm still okay with, but my, you know, I'm not doing interviews at, like, nine o'clock at night anymore to facilitate time zone stuff because that, my energy is gone after Mm -hmm. seven. Like, don't, don't do it, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm about to go watch anime or play a the next three hours don't talk Mm. to me uh but um yeah it's it's been a learning experience about like micro boundaries what i'm circling to is like setting micro boundaries for myself and i could have done a lot of different things for um uh making sure that that stayed pretty like exercisable instead of like uh rush 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 help this person out, fill in more slots sort of thing
0: yeah yeah. I like that. I like that talking about like setting boundaries, especially with yourself uh, framing it like that. Cause I, I think that's definitely, I mean, with the video stuff this month, especially it was like um, I set the boundary of if, if I'm not having fun on any given day, making a video, I'm not going to do it. It's just no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's because uh, it's making those videos, you know, maybe one day will be something if I, if I stick with it and do like weekly or, or biweekly or something else, uh, that might eventually be like something that can sustain my life but like right now it is just a hobby and it's a hobby that's like going it, relating a little bit back to what I'm calling my job which is making games but it's not hmm. directly you know so it it should still be fun and if it stops being fun I should stop doing it until I can recalibrate back to yeah. having fun which like I saw that coming when I, like the two days Between, you know, the last video that I did, which I think was the the golf system and then the (laughs) (laughs) and like making the video saying, okay I'm not doing that anymore. It was like I would wake up and then throughout the day, I was like, do I have any ideas on on what to do today? Is there anything I want to make? And it was then it was 9 p.m. And I was like, guess not. (laughs) So two of those days in a row, I was like, okay let's just let's just call this and then I can get back to it uh, when I get back to Mm. it, which, yeah, hopefully hopefully one a week. That's like the new goal
4: yeah yeah It's just like recognizing early on uh before you you like right. burn out on it like when you when you need to set the boundaries for that yeah
0: right well, yeah right. When, when you could start twisting in and like yeah. pushing yourself through which might lead to burnout, maybe pull yeah. back then
4: yeah well, it, it's really interesting to hear like like jeremy you were talking about like the the um with the podcast as well because like you know you have the you have the I. ID- I have the impression of like, you know, the podcast sounds like it's an ongoing thing, right? Like it's a, it's Mm -hmm. a time unbounded thing, but like, you know, just setting an arbitrary limit of just like, Hey, just think about the 52 guests that you can get through in a year. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, and and doling it out as like, okay, you you just need to do one a week and you can break it down that way. Um, That feels a lot more manageable or like Mm -hmm. um, easier for you to uh, like, understand and like, like work with um yeah especially when we, when you're talking about like like I guess, I guess to bring it back to like game design stuff right like sometimes when you, you you're working on like a game design project and like it, it can seem seem interminable uh, and sometimes just knowing you know when do you set a timeline uh, how do you set a timeline to know like hey this is when i need to stop like going back and Reworking the the mm. system from the ground up mm. again for the fifth time. Um, so like, like, and this is kind of like jumping a little bit into like the, the you know how how are we divesting from Kickstarter and like crowdfunding? Because that that pr- usually provided a pretty good goal to aim for, right? Mm. Like, hey, get this ready for a campaign uh, in X amount of months, right? Or like, right. hey zine yeah, quest is an is easy marker for example <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah and then the thing that i pitched on kickstarter like you get you get that validation of people being like i want that idea mm. and so then you don't you stop changing it every week because it's like okay i'm i'm start, i'm i can still like refine this idea before i release it but like i pitched you this idea it was going to be a hex grid with um, inflatable miniatures and people wanted it <laughs> uh, uh...
1: i'm not making that <laughs> don't say you want don't, it don't ask someone else that. can have that idea <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah like having that end goal you're that's that's a good point i like
4: yeah yeah because it, it it's tough to like be in the middle of a project and like not know when you are when you when you when, when you want to stop working on it right because you can mm. always keep working on it until it's so-called perfect until it's so-called great mm-hmm. rather than just good um so yeah i guess i guess that's the that's the benefit of like like having some smaller goals or like some some deadlines to like try to hit do you have any like like mid midterm short-term midterm long-term goals that you're you're working on at the moment
0: Jeremy, do you have
3: any?
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> short term is to get ready for basically DYD season two, and uh, I what I want to do is I think that I want to do I want to hit the ground with interviews like hard, and then slowly release episodes like, um, and probably do stuff a little bit more in general conversation and in promotional mode, if I can help it with the interviewees, mm. like instead of like talking about games, they're getting ready to release right now. Cause those things are always time sensitive because another thing I think about when it comes to press stuff, and this maybe also sort of touches on in Dan's conversation too, is that a lot of times, um, as much as it's beloved that we get games as press games don't keep our uh electricity on we can't pay the electric companies with pdfs so uh and this th- uh, again this is not like to put in a conversation of like sliding any guest or sliding like the process at which we operate now but there should be a consideration for like in your marketing budget being able to help out the people who are helping get the news of your game out there because that is work and they are working constantly to try and like push that content out. And I know that a lot of times it can be viewed as uh, a two-way street in that, hey, you know, I come on your show and bring my demographic and your demographic comes to me. But the thing is that as long as that episode lives, it's sort of evergreen. And every time someone listens to your episode, that converts into a potential buy, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas for the podcast, I have to rely on like outside market shares of like Purple Mattress and uh geico and Purple shit like that to help give me money <laughs> and i have to have the numbers for that so and that's a little bit more like it needs a little bit more investment to produce so short term i want to have like more stations of press stuff thinking about the potential like small marketability of that or small um uh just like compensation of that medium term i have a series of articles that i really want to start building up plus some other things that uh are being chatted about in the shadows some like collaboration things uh there are weasels involved you' <laughs> all you'll all hear about it soon uh and long term i have a game that that i want to get done that's like a final fantasy heartbreaker not umbral dive different game or no umbral dive oh, umbral okay dive. i thought this yeah, was a yeah, new yeah. fantasy <laughs>
0: No, got a lot of hearts to break in there
1: <laughs> yeah that's my short-term long-term short-term podcast stuff medium term collaboration slash like content thing different content things and then long-term an actual game for people to purchase
0: mm-hmm. cool uh yeah similar deal like short term for me is legend has it in january and whatever becomes of zine quest with the with the other game that i'm doing um in february and medium term is i think establish a a a more like personal position as like a video creator um obviously a lot of my energy is going to be directed towards the like kickstarters that i'm going to be doing or whatever crowdfunding campaigns but i want to try to use some of that energy to like also just keep doing those videos because i got you know Like for somebody that like twelve people know that I'm making videos, uh, I got some positive reaction to the stuff I was doing, as like just doing it for fun. So I would like to just keep doing that for fun and keep getting that reaction because it's a nice two way. I know people want there's a there's a huge gap I think in the like RPG space as far as like what videos are out there, and I would like to start patching up that gap with my own ideas. Mm -hmm. uh long term i don't know uh hopefully all the short term and medium term stuff works (laughs) 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 keep keep doing that uh yeah how about you do you have any any goals
1: yeah before we before we wrap wrap you up here what's you what do you got going? oh yeah um uh, I have
4: a uh, supplement well an altogether different river finishing up soon um, just waiting on art and uh, finishing up la- layout on that uh, and then uh, I've been working on playtesting specters a lot um, uh, and that's been <laughs> interesting this is why I've been thinking about like oh like like setting goals and like 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 setting uh, um, like, what i'm aiming for because i initially thought of like doing a kickstarter for it um and then thinking probably that might not be the way i want to go for with with it anymore not Mm -hmm. just because of of the recent (laughs) like um blockchain stuff but like um just like how precarious my position in relation to kickstarter is just because of like i'm only able to access it because uh i used to i i, I am a permanent resident of australia but i am no yeah. longer living there uh so it's just gonna be trickier to maintain with like taxation uh and um just managing like the legal stuff that that entails um so i i sh- do need to find like a longer term solution than just like continuing with that, um, but yeah, like like specters is the next big ish thing that that uh, I'm gonna uh, work on. It's a kind of uh, no dice, no masters B.O.B. game. Oh, J- Jeremy played it, play tested it once, right? Did you play test the version with words?
1: Yes, <laughs> I had right? to remember. I was like, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. I was there. I figured it out mid. Yeah, yeah so so uh so
4: that's that's I've, I've been working on on that one for for a while so it's like a mech uh drama game um with another time skip I'm, i do a lot of time skips in games now um and like the users like words as tokens so because i want you to have something that you remember from the first phase into the second phase mm-hmm. and um, uh, words let you give memory to tokens um so that's 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 fun. That's that's been a lot of fun to like get that done, uh, and that ties in into like uh, why I've been so gung ho on like playtesting. Was like this year I wanted to playtest a lot, so I set a goal for myself to playtest other people's games like fifty mm. times and playtest my own games games fifty times as well. So that's been a good like driver to like just get mm. out there and like um, get some some game playing down. Done. that's that's also like how how i <laughs> i i got um playing uh with y'all on 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 like various playtests so
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah
4: so i think to, to continue doing that i think it, it, it is, is a thing that i would like to to keep going as well even though i think my my stated goal of 50 50 uh i probably won't meet Um, I've met the 50 playtests of other people's games, but not 50 of my (laughs) own games, just because it's harder to schedule uh, for my own (laughs) stuff.
0: Right, it's easier to hop into a group than create one from scratch. Yeah. Correct. Like crazy. yeah, it's like easy to like
4: like look to four or five different groups and see who needs playtest versus like oh, I need to organize my own thing.
1: <laughs> I um, need to you know. filter in all four or five different Discord servers into my game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah.
4: Uh I think I think that's it for me. Uh, thanks for yeah, chatting.
1: Cool, yeah. Thank you for being
0: here.
4: Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, Do I need to disconnect? I do. Right.
0: Or I could kick you. That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I'll do it. Adam, hurry. Got him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we've got we've got one more caller uh, coming in here. Mark Shepard is in the waiting waiting room. Has been yeah extremely patient uh, for like forty minutes. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Hello. Thank you for calling the Tabletop Calling Show. Can you hear
1: us? How's it going? Might be catching up on the stream. May have went away for a second. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Their last message in the wait in the call queue Discord was two minutes, which might mean i'll be back in two minutes i'm not sure uh we'll find
1: out quack quack. two minutes
0: yeah goals goals and goal setting is something i've definitely done more in the past month or two than ever in my life which is weird and nice Mm. i think it's nice to like have wrestled some concept of control even though it's you know we'll see if it's Mm. actually control or if it's just a joke
1: (laughs) i like to uh I like to reverse engineer stuff. Like, when I make a new game concept, I always do a table of contents first. Like, just to kind of see... Wild. ...what needs to be in here. Yeah.
0: I think I've I've tried that. Uh, it doesn't work for me.
1: <laughs> I get it. I've tried I'm, a, to like... I'm, a step, I'm an organizational step structure kind of mm-hmm. guy. So, putting that all in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, whenever I make uh games i just kind of start making them and then we see what happens oh yeah oh does I that sound like it... mic wrestling i think uh, it sounds
3: like mic wrestling sorry. hey no you're no,
1: all good
0: yeah
3: it's just just at the time that my kids got back so
1: <laughs> oh oh do they want to come on the show
3: <laughs> no. they want to watch telly <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> hi marks
3: hiya how, how you doing well how are you yeah, I'm okay, thanks. Oh gosh, my, uh, Twitch is still talking to me, which is obviously not helpful, you don't want that. You don't want to hear I, I heard myself, and it was nice. <laughs> Wait. Oh, goodness, and then it's about to say it again, there we go, I've paused it now, so... I, yeah, I got so it! Everyone's doing okay. <laughs> it's, it's started again, this is really embarrassing. This is like... This no, is like, no! It's like a work meeting, except worse
0: but no except better because i enjoy it
3: (laughs) yeah that's fair that's fair i I think i've i think i've killed it sufficiently now good yeah you're comfy
1: and happy
3: it's cool to be on your show yeah thanks for coming adam you messaged me on twitter earlier actually
0: (laughs) i did yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah,
3: That, that could be fun yeah uh, for our, our ZineQuest event on Kickstarter, well, not on Kickstarter, uh, ZineQuest event on Yes and D Pod next year. We're going to do some chain reaction interviews, so we'll have fun with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like a, a really fun idea.
3: Yeah, I, I can't remember where I got it from. I think I got it from a radio program, so it might be it might be entertaining. Um, I'll probably start four chains and see how far we get, but uh, it could end up being a lot of in- uh, editing, so we'll see.
1: Marks, do you have a do you have a question for us?
3: Okay. Uh, yeah. Do I have a question for Or you? anything, that about. Well, it's sort of, nope. sort of related true. to Kickstarter, I suppose. Um, how do you how do you feel about the about <laughs> Kickstarter? <laughs> well, <laughs> following recent events. <laughs> yeah.
0: I feel like personally, uh, recent events it's it's just like another drop in the pile of everything that uh, sucks about Kickstarter. I mean, yeah, uh, absolutely. It's it's a little bit weird to see like this being the thing that that which for for the for the listener that is not uh, supremely online, <laughs> Kickstarter <laughs> recently one. announced that uh, they're transforming their platform to a blockchain database style question mark. Uh, yeah. So they're not doing like funny coins. Uh, you're not going to pay with Doge bucks to get our games <laughs> on there. <laughs> But you know they're still doing a a much reviled technology, probably as a, a cheap bid to get investor money because investors are weirdos and like
3: buzzwords. Mm. Um, yeah. So it, it, it's possible. I mean, there's a lot of I think there's quite a lot of nuance to what's being suggested, but like ultimately, it would end up being that Kickstarter's money was going to a company that. Is heavily invested in a in a system which is damaging to the planet. Yeah. So, like, regardless of whether or not it's actually related to Bitcoin or Dogecoin or whatever other ridiculous names they have for these things, uh-huh. it's kind of immaterial. It's sort of like yeah, right. If if Kickstarter were suddenly going to shift to well i mean they're probably already on aws but if they were actually gonna you know literally become part of amazon's network for instance would that be a problem to people mm-hmm. it's sort of what i'm it's sort of that's that's the kind of analogy that i'm trying to get my head around mm-hmm. whether or not that makes sense to other people i don't know
0: yeah so like bringing up aws feels like a good thing because amazon is also a complete scourge to this planet Amazon, the company, mm. the rainforest, right? Is yeah, <laughs> like the amount of yeah the
3: rainforest. Screw the rainforest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> the amount of uh, like from even just a basic level without thinking about it much, the amount of boxes that are now being used because Amazon exists, and and packaging and whatever, and then you start to add yeah. on the labor violations and the all of like eighty five thousand reasons Amazon's bad. Like being in bed with them is to me. I mean, it's just like another. I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to not sound dismissive when I say that, like the idea of Kickstarter doing blockchain is just another thing on the pile, but like, it really is. Cause yeah. it's a big shitty corporation that like one, I mean, Aaron was just say, like saying how he's affected by this one excludes creators from outside the Imperial core just for fun, uh, to like is <laughs> shitty to its own employees like did everything it could to squash the union efforts. And I'm not actually sure what's going on with those, with that, with those union talks. I'm sure Kickstarter's not being exactly cooperative, uh, and allowing their workers to do, to, to ask for basic shit. It's like, (laughs) so them saying, Oh, we're doing this funny, trendy blockchain thing that sucks ass. (laughs) It's just another thing that sucks ass. Um, it but... is,
3: and I agree that it's weird that that's the straw that breaks the camel's mm. back because mm-hmm. they, it's it's been a long time coming. Like they have really poor community moderation. They have mm-hmm. they have their own staff members like flagrantly violating <laughs> rules <laughs> right. regularly. Their rules are just not applied consistently to anybody Um, like I think it massively depends on who reviews your application whether or not it gets approved and that's sometimes that's not a good place to come from you know
0: (laughs) sometimes it just gets approved two of my four kickstarters just auto approved nobody looked at it which doesn't make any sense like legend has it
3: I actually want, you know, that kind of diligence because, okay, <laughs> as an example, and I keep talking about this platform everywhere, so I feel like a broken record now, but um, GameFound, I applied to their beta test crowdfunding mm-hmm. and they said, no, because we've done some due diligence on you and you've got an outstanding Kickstarter campaign to fulfill. I'm like, that's fantastic that you've looked into that. Whoa. Thank you. You know? Mm. so no, know, I think that's brilliant. I actually, I actually like that people are being i wasn't even applying under the same name Mm -hmm. but we found you (laughs) exactly (laughs) so it's really good that you know people do this kind of due diligence um and i think that's a really really healthy thing for what is effectively a sort of private equity backing system to be Mm. to be fully backed by a human touch you know algorithms are not so good
0: (laughs) Oh yeah they're not (laughs) but yeah I uh, like recently I started writing the Kickstarter for for my upcoming game and I was like let me just get this out of the way submit it I know it might take a little while because I have I I have two Kickstarters that aren't fully fulfilled right now and I'm nobody (laughs) one of them is like a real game and the other is a shit post that I have fulfilled 50% of it I think by now um, and the other posts are still coming, but yeah, then I, I submitted that and it was like, you're approved. You're good to go, buddy. You can hit the button for your third outstanding Kickstarter, <laughs> which I'm not going to do. I'm going to try to get the other two done first, but like, yeah, it's super weird that then there are other people that have a hell of a time on like their first project or have fulfilled and that they, they just have to like bully them into bully Kickstarter into letting them use their platform. It's a bad platform, but it's also kind of the only... Not, I'm not going to say the only way, but it is a very helpful service. The service that the shitty platform is providing to an indie creator is borderline invaluable. I don't know. What do you think, Jeremy?
1: Uh, My... So, I'm not highly educated on I know I know blockchain is bad but you know I don't know how bad and in what degrees what applications cuz it's sort of like a it's like a technology that needs to have the kinks worked out essentially right like we need to find no
0: if it's we a, are it's choosing technolo- to use it it's-, it's a technology that like doesn't really need to exist and- sure Sure. is like a See? solution to databases that adds extra kinks for fun sure. <laughs> not for fun but for for problems that like i'm sure somebody will say are real but like they're not it's not
1: what i was what I was <laughs> more pointing to is and this is a slightly a little different uh lens me and grace were driving to a friend's house and i saw a sign that said uh, shop small, feel good. So like promoting small business stuff, small brick and mortar Mm -hmm. business. But then I thought about all of the connective elements for like that restaurant is probably not making a ton of money. So they're using the lowest cost, Mm -hmm. most convenient service, which is like Cisco or something, right? Mm -hmm. Or uh, any of the larger scale like... um, supporting corporations and they're still like by supporting a small business you're still supporting Cisco like Mm -hmm. the one degree of movement doesn't change how (laughs) influenced or affected by any uh large scale who has their like hands and everything we like they're not a monopoly but they are in a way um
0: right there's no such thing as a small business in this yeah
1: yeah like it, it's all it's it is, all one in, ecosystem. under
0: capitalism. Yeah, it's all it's all one endless chain of human suffering and exploitation that leads to like eventually sure you're supporting the small business. But I mean, let's be honest uh, with the owners of small businesses. They're not they're usually also just little tyrants that mm-hmm. demand their employees like work for so little because, oh, we're just small. You know, we're nothing. But then they've you know, yeah, they're making
1: money. we're all family here and we we're all got all... make stuff
0: we're all family that. that's why we're gonna grow up <laughs> that's why i as a uh, boss get to abuse you because we're all family and that's what family yeah. is
1: yeah um <laughs> but for for me like i i was thinking about participating like i wanted to get umbral dive to a like quick start rules state and do zine Quest. like i want to do zine Quest this year and then I've all I've still been trepidatious about using Kickstarter, not because I felt like it was, hard, but just because it was like I'm kind of uh, a hipster in that regard. I guess that's <laughs> not necessarily a nice thing to say, but it's like I don't want to use the mainstream thing because it's the mainstream thing. I think yeah. there when we get into these conversations of I want to use a new platform, but I want that new platform to immediately have the power of Kickstarter, and that is in respect. Uh, I say that, I want to try and mean that respectfully to the people who have made their, I know there are a lot of creators right now who are like, fuck, I can't like, I don't want to support Kickstarter, but this is how I make my my game design career. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have another mode of business that I can liquid myself into to facilitate the same amount of consumership that I need to support myself, to support my team when I think about like, the Far Horizon Co op, or how Possum Games does their uh, business model, or how Sandy Pug Games does. Like, they sort of uh, relied on, maybe not necessarily relied on, but a big portion of their initial capital came from the crowdfunding yeah. model that exists today. And, yeah. you know, I mean this with all due respect and love to those people who are going through it, but like, we can't make chinks in the armor until someone starts doing something a different way. Like, I know that Kickstarter is a titan, and it does a lot of cool things for, like, um, in terms of, like, marketability and convenience and stuff, but it's, like, it only became a titan because we kept feeding it, right? And at some point, it was, like, a tiny little goblin that was trying to compete with, like, Indiegogo, and uh, I can't remember what that fucking other one was that started a long time ago. GoFundMe? Go GoFundMe? Go mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um well, so and I, it was like it was just trying to like break break in, in the market there and then it got money behind it and investor stuff and the Amazon connection things um but we I, also I think, keep feeding it.
0: well yeah, but I think I think the thing is is I like I said like the service that it provides is extraordinarily valuable and it's because yeah historically under capitalism a small creator can get fucked like you mm-hmm. just have to hustle a grind and like go to your local like art fair and maybe somebody will give you $12 and maybe some rich weirdo will, will be your patron and can pay for <laughs> you to make art. Or maybe you get lucky and are like the one artist that actually makes money on, on their art. But Kickstarter uh, is a corporation that found a way to make supporting or like make small creators getting money profitable for themselves. So, like, that's the only reason yeah. it's allowed to exist under, like, the system of capitalism because mm-hmm. it's profitable for a corporation for small creators like us to get money. So it's, like, the kind of thing that didn't really exist before the internet, like, started finding weird new profit ventures and mm. won't exist, like, until, I don't know. It's tough to imagine it existing in a way that's both sustainable, will have the eyes on it and is nice <laughs> mm-hmm. without the fall that, of capitalism like
1: and that all is like it's connected to like the bigger problem of like land ownership and stuff mm-hmm. and rent and like the cost of living in yeah. different areas like a game designer who lives in california versus a game designer who lives in ohio have to make drastically different incomes to mm-hmm. like facilitate a, a hand-to-mouth situation let alone comfortability in the current state of affairs so like that's another issue there and anyways for it all to be like said and said and done about kickstarter is just like i feel like kickstarter has never been there for the little guy unless oh, no. it's profitable for them exactly and yeah. like, it just
0: it just happens to be a useful thing for a small creator Up uh, yeah but the primary thing is being profitable for kickstarter that's that's always yeah. been the thing like zine quest has never been about uplifting um, the indie RPG thing it has been about oh here's a fucking event where we can you know we love the big the big campaigns as at Kickstarter mm-hmm. we love when we just get a big pile of money but we can pull up all of these little things and pretend mm-hmm. it's one big campaign and get the big pile of money we love that it has the, the happenstance of like it does kickstart some, some actual careers in game design and like gets people money but the main thing is mm. it's profitable for for kickstarter and that sucks yeah <laughs>
1: it's, I so, think it's just a matter it's so of like, keeping your keeping your options i guess what i'm ultimately trying to say is like keep your options open especially moving into this next year like if you're thinking about getting in in use of kickstarter keep considering that because if that's a good way to like make income for yourself
3: mm-hmm. i'm not
1: telling you not to but i think that it's also important to realize that like kickstarter could snap their fingers and be like we don't accept crowdfunding under $10,000 or some bullshit <laughs> like that. Like, just make it yeah. a really arbitrary rule that they could easily come up with. Um, so think about itch funding. Think about establishing your own network or a collective. Like, the Far Horizon Co-op and Sandy Pug Games are doing really cool stuff. And um, just just kind of, like, keep your ears to the ground constantly. Like, a model you can shift to if something Cracks, I think, is important right. to think about with all this Kickstarter stuff.
0: But it also, it's okay to use a flawed system if. Yes. Because like, yeah. the whole well, thing is a yeah. fucking flawed system. I don't know.
3: <laughs> yeah. I think that's absolutely right. Like, we shouldn't be judging anybody who wants to use Kickstarter. Right. And we shouldn't be, you know, not saying that anybody particularly is, but like, we need to also be aware that some people kind of have made their business model two or three successful Kickstarter kickstarters Kickstarter's, kickstarters <laughs> per year and that is paying their living costs you know mm-hmm. that's that's what's letting them survive in in the world that they're in and also you know we have to be kind of aware that the more we say kickstarter is bad then it's not just the creators who are going to turn away from it but it's also the backers and that's mm-hmm potentially damaging to the creators as well you know Mm -hmm. already i'm thinking about like the the knock on effects because for example my podcast yes indeed we do a lot of adverts for kickstarter campaigns well that's going to have a knock on effect on me because i'm no longer going to get that advertising revenue you know right Mm -hmm. and there's other weird effects it's going to have this really weird chilling effect on the scene and i think it's something that we need to kind of collectively be aware of yeah. Um,
0: yeah, because like as an example, I wasn't around in the Google Plus days in the RPG scene, but like how many connections were formed then that like mm. when Google Plus slammed its doors shut, there are probably people that were having good conversations there that still haven't found each other, or people that were like yeah. what, when these big companies like slam the door shut on industries, like it, it's really hard to pick those pieces back up. As nice as it, it would be to just, well, let's just make a new thing, it doesn't really it's happen. like not nine-
3: ninety percent of that Google plus traffic just went onto Twitter and Twitter is a basically impossible place to have a meaningful conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. And impossible so, to like
0: find people to have those conversations yeah. with. Like I hate jumping into people's threads that I don't haven't talked yeah. to elsewhere because I don't want to be a reply guy. Like
3: uh, yeah, exactly. But it's sort of analogous to like the thing that happens the thing that happens with DriveThruRPG RPG, which is that every year or so drive RPG make a terrible decision that makes loads of creators <laughs> want to leave that platform. Uh-huh. But you can't it's impossible to leave that platform because mm-hmm. it amounts to 95% of the sales of of RPGs in the world, right? So it's it's the same thing, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's 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 particularly problematic for a small industry which is mostly dominated by one or two enormous companies, and then everybody else fighting over the scraps. So the thing yeah. we just have to be aware that fighting over those scraps in an increasingly Diversified playing field is going to be very, very difficult. So, yeah, collectively we probably all need to move to one platform <laughs> rather than eight. Uh, you know? Yeah. yeah.
0: It it always has like that splinter effect where some people go here, some people go there, but like yeah. transferring the whole user base to a new place is that's really hard. Especially but
3: it's not like... going to work unless we have consensus. And I think what it would require would be for a big creator, and I you know, the perfect example for me would be someone like Evil Hat, to say mm. we're not going to use Kickstarter anymore because we don't agree with XYZ practices. Mm. And Kickstarter regularly rake, uh, sorry, um, Evil Hat regularly rake in, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on Kickstarter, right? right.
0: Mm-hmm. So
3: if they suddenly said we're going to use Game Found, or we're going to use Game on Tabletop, or we're going to use these other mm-hmm. systems which are equally as good and whose names I've forgotten are very <laughs> international in scope. Um, mm. that's going to make an enormous difference and people are going to say cool we'll we'll still go and back your stuff because we think it's cool it's not going to be like oh right okay so Evil Hat decided to cancel Kickstarter it's it's going to be more meaningful than that isn't it it's going to be a, a show of solidarity and I think that's what it needs but yeah. at the same time Evil Hat have got their own issues like every company has their own issues um, mm. and at the end of the day they need to pay their staff <laughs> So, you know, maybe they're not going to do that. Who knows? Yeah. It's
0: tough. There's (laughs) there's no good answer. That's the hard part. So
1: nuanced. Yeah. (laughs) That's the really (laughs) hard part. Yeah. The tabletop Collins show is uh, no good answer for this one. (laughs) No strong answer.
3: (laughs) No strong answer. I think
0: there are strong answers there, but none of them are good or easy. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Yeah. 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 they all take investment. Definitely true. Yeah the It'll easiest one is to, to make a step
0: the easiest one yeah. is to overthrow global capitalism and replace oh. it.
3: <laughs> hey when that's the easiest solution <laughs>
1: uh, uh. uh marx do you have anything that you want to want to plug with wrap up here for today i don't think so
3: yeah i'm i'm good uh you can listen to some indeed pod at wherever good podcasts are sold or, or not of, <laughs> it's the case may be um, You can listen to me On Draw Your Dice, actually It came out a couple of weeks That's back true. Which was which was a good time um, And yeah, we're finished for the year But we'll be back in January With an interview from Adam and Thrin Of These Flimsy Rituals We've produced a really cool game, Rhine. Uh Episode Ooh, yeah. 2, hopefully, is going to be Vincent and McGay Baker Which will be a good time and episode three will be with Federico Sones, who made Nibiru and is working on a very, very cool other project. After that, we'll be going into ZineQuest month, so that'll be fun. ZineQuest month. Awesome. So you can look forward to that.
1: Well, thank you, Marks.
3: No worries. Well, thank you. It's been fun. Yeah. Thank you. Great, Great talking to you. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers, Adam.
1: Cheers.
0: I think that's gonna be it for us.
1: Right.
0: Adam,
1: get them, get get
0: them out of here. Get them out of here. Uh. Okay, I can do it. <laughs> get them out. No. Why'd you have to say it? <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, I think that's that'll be us. That's all, folks. It, it uh, the, it that's <laughs> that's gonna be it for the Tabletop College Show. Uh, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, I had a nice time. My my vocal mm-hmm. box uh, eventually figured out how to speak again. Probably about 20 minutes into the show, I think. <laughs> so that was nice. Um, yeah, follow us on Twitter at TabletopColin. Subscribe here, if you, especially if you got Amazon Prime and, and are willing to choose us. Um, yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Adam Bell. Get my games at Games. Follow my Kickstarter <laughs> at, <laughs> at Kickstarter. dot games, so you know when that goes live. It's gonna be good, uh, hopefully. Yeah. Jeremy.
1: Uh, I've been Jeremy Gage. You can find me at Jeremy Gage5 over on Twitter. Uh, or the at Draw Your Dice Pod, also on Twitter. Sold where podcasts are <laughs> sold alongside Yes Indeed Podcast. Um and check the out If you're into this show on podcast, listening later, uh, thank you to everyone who came out today. Really appreciate it. Thank you for all the prime subs today. Um, Donnie Dynamo, I've written down your question and we will get to it at the top of uh, we maybe that'll be like the design talk conversation as well, uh, potentially. So, like for next week or something, we can throw that into the yeah, and throw
0: that into the talk show,
1: yeah. Um, don't, don't want to, don't want you to think that we ignored that today and thank you for all the gift subs and go check out, yes, podcast, go check out Spencer's coffee talk time on Sundays, uh, with Gila RPGs, uh, who, who else, uh, gem room games, uh, support all these like indie, uh, makers in here. And is that everyone? Did I do the thing? Cool. Just want to make sure I'm lifting all the ships all the time. I'm the chat guy.
0: Yeah yeah i can't keep up with it even when it's kind of slower i can't thank you everybody for uh for coming by uh, and until next time just think about how cool of an animal a weasel is
1: yeah keep that in your brain keep it up uh we're out of here